Welcome to The Reactive Entrepreneur. My name is Sunny and this is a weekly conversation where we break down the challenges as an entrepreneur, how we use tech such as JavaScript and React to transform our everyday life. So what's going on guys? This is pretty fun. We've got uh, an interesting conversation today. So this is actually episode one of the new podcast and we've called it the reactive entrepreneur. And this is pretty much because we're going to be, you know, approaching all the challenges that I face and that I've faced with my colleagues in the developer coding space, the lessons that we learn and how we apply, you know, tech like JavaScript, React to be able to go ahead and continue to transform our lives in the way it has. Today, I'm actually speaking to a very good friend of mine. Uh, we go way back to our uni days and uh, we studied together. We actually completed our master's together. And his name is Jay. And he helped me completely form the Papa Fam and Zero to Full Stack Hero. So we're going to go ahead and bring him in today. Go ahead, Jay. Introduce yourself. Hey, everyone. How's everyone doing? So for those who don't know me, I work with Sonny. And me and Sonny run the Papa Fam together. And it's been, it's, it's an amazing feeling to be here. Yeah. Nice, dude. Yeah, so I, I wanted to get Jay on, right? Jay's usually one of those kind of secret players behind the scenes, kind of does like 101 things with me. And uh, I think the best way of kind of, you know, introducing is Jay, like, how did we meet at uni? It's a funny story. So I remember seeing Sonny um, in third year, uh, the third year, no, the second year, actually. Yeah. And he was the smartest one in the class because I knew it because he was the only one answering the questions. And I was like, how does he know the answers to that? Like, I thought I was the only one. And that's how I actually noticed Sunny. And um, yeah, just organically, naturally became friends. And um, we used to we used to study together. We used to do all our revisions together, stick up those notes on the walls. You know? That's it. Let's tell them the funny story. So we actually had a funny story where we... Uh, we had to submit some homework and uh, <laughs> and I had actually, you know, I was helping Jay out with some coding stuff and, you know, we changed the code around, we refactored it a bit. So, you know, the two submissions were very different, but it got flagged for plagiarism, right? And I lost my, <laughs> I, I lost it. Right? I got really angry and I was super angry because I had never, I had never copied anyone, right? I had really worked hard at uni. And then I remember going to Jay and I was, I was fuming and his response blew my mind. Jay, what did you say to me? So Sonny was all red faced and he comes to me. He's like, Jay, what did you do? And you know, did you, did you not change anything? I was like, no, bro, you have to trust me. Like I've done everything. I changed everything. And you know, it still got flat because the main, I think the main process was the same. Yeah. I was like, okay, fine, Sunny. Um, that's okay. I will just um, tell them I copied it for me. That's it. Don't worry about it. And he's like, what? Okay, whatever you say. Like, I know he's not going to accept it. <laughs> so we go into the room, a conference room with all the other teachers and they interview Sunny first. You know, they ask Sunny, did you copy it from him? Did you copy it from someone else? Sunny's like, no, no, I didn't. I did it by myself. And he really did it by himself. It was some real interrogation. <laughs> proper interrogation room you know it was like oh we were both sweating and we were like oh this is real stuff you know and uh son he's like no i've done everything and then they interview me and um uh, they're like straight away what do you have to say to that yeah and i was like uh i copied it from sunny simple they're like so you accept plagiarism i was like yes i do 
I was like, so you get zero and this is okay. Like all blame on him. Like, yeah, all blame on me. That was literally it. And then it was since that day, I just had major respect for Jay. I was like, damn, I was like, fair play. (laughs) And then before you know it, we kind of, you know, we we built this relationship. We actually, we we would study together. I'm a big procrastinator. A lot of people think I'm this productivity guru, but I do procrastinate quite a lot. Um, And, you know, I think we've, we, we work well together. And I think, it's come from those uni times where we were basically yeah. push ourselves to do, you know, huge amounts of work where we just, nobody wants to sit there studying. Nobody wants to do that. Um, but yeah, like we, we pushed ourselves. And then I remember the years went on and on and on me and Jay kept in contact and then it was a long journey. And I think it'll be really cool. We'll talk about it today. You know, how the whole thing started off and how we pretty much went to going from a Google doc. I will never forget a Google doc back in December um, before we started this, you know, zero to four stack hero developer community. And, uh, it was at that moment, six days from that moment, where we just worked nonstop and we kickstarted something which grew into a massive six figure business, um, in less than six months. Right. So, I mean, we covered the six figure mark in month three and, uh, it was insane. Yeah. It was crazy. I'm pretty sure it was month three and, uh, it was, yeah. And then we went pretty much just up and up and up from there. Now YouTube's grown We're on so many different platforms. And the natural next step was, you know, let's start a podcast. So Jay, let's tell them how we're going to do this today. So I've got a couple of questions um, that, are, you know, we haven't, no, nothing's been prepared. We want to keep it organic. And Jay's got a couple of questions where I don't know what he's going to ask me. So I think let's start off in the fun fashion. Jay, you just go for it. You just shoot me with yeah. a question and we can go ahead and, you know, chat to our viewers. Yeah. So this question, the first one, actually, okay, is this is I think everybody wants to know this. So how did you get the idea of starting the Papa Fan? Not the process. We'll talk about the process later. But what made you like motivate you to start Papa Fan? You know what I mean? Okay. So yeah. for anyone who's new, obviously, you know, like we've, we might have listeners viewing in from you know they've never heard of me before. Um, basically, we start. I started on YouTube back about I think it was about two years ago. And I was actually on the Clever Programmer channel. So I was pretty much, you know, making content, shooting content with those guys. Uh, we did some pretty cool things. We've done a couple of live builds and, and it took off. It took off quite well. And naturally, when you get exposure like that, you know, the audience kind of, you know, they, they, they will find a name that sticks, right? And the name that stuck with me was Papa React. So everyone, you know, they loved the idea of, you know, oh, Papa reacts back. And, and then it just kind of it stuck to me. So Sunny Sanger was associated with Papa React. And uh, it went on and on and then eventually kind of parted ways with Clever Programmer and it was time for me to do my own thing. And uh, when I kind of moved over to my own channel, I thought, you know, people already know me for Papa React and I wanted to build a community because the worst thing when you're coding is feeling alone. So I wanted to move into this, you know, space where we can have like a family vibe, but all code together. And for me, it was the Papa fam. Right. So it was like Papa React presents a family of developers. So it was Papa fam. And that naturally grew and uh, and then it just grew to what it was today and now we have the you know zero to four stack heroes our community um where everyone it, we pretty much offer a bunch of modules and everything inside there but the main thing is for me it was a lot of fun to have this you know exciting community where everyone just wants to go mm-hmm. ahead and keep pushing themselves but yeah that's that's the origin of papa fam yeah okay let's jump back in timeline yeah like way back and tell me about what what was your first project while you uh, while you started coding and why like did you know that coding would be your first primary thing that you focus in life 
right, or so, you have some other plans? So this is, I love this question because this is one of those things where I always try and tell, you know, like youngsters when they're coming up, like, don't worry if you don't have a plan, right? Because when I was growing up, I was like a straight A star student. I was getting, you know, all the top grades. I was doing great. And then, you know, life always kind of takes a little bit of a turn when you don't expect it. Things go out of your hands, right? So when I hit A-levels, which is kind of like, um, that's just like the higher education before university. Um, that's when, you know, things didn't really go the best in my life. And my grades dipped. Everything dipped. And even the terms of subjects or and, and everything that I was going to do, I had no idea what I wanted to do, right? All I knew wow. is that I just naturally enjoyed computers. I naturally enjoyed, you know, like in IT class where we'd be, you know, messing around with Excel and, you know, all this other stuff. I'd be the one who would finish the work and just go above and beyond and like make something that they didn't even ask for. Um, and it was only until my, we had a computing class in, in high school and there was three of us in that class. And uh, my teacher was Mr. Jackson. And this guy changed my life because he introduced me to the Pascal programming language. And oh. That was when everything changed for me because I started, I wrote my first line of code and I was like, wow, okay. You know, like this gives me a bit of a tool and I like the challenge. I like the fact that I'm doing something which not everyone's doing, you know, like the learning curve is a bit steep uh, in the beginning anyway. And I, I really liked the aspect of a challenge and it was linked to computers. I love computers naturally. And um, I had built my own computer about a year before that where I was messing around, broke the RAM sticks as you're trying to stick them into the computer and uh and then yeah and then what i did is i we were set a, a, a homework project and uh-huh. the project was actually for like our final year assignment and what i decided was you know i'm going to learn not pascal because pascal was very dated it was old school uh, but i'd heard of java and java was like this hot and trending thing right uh at the time so i went ahead and just pretty much i bought i i remember i had an ipad and i saved up so long to get this ipad and and this is back in the day man this is like you know an ipad was new and i had like the yeah. first ipad and um it was super exciting and i went on to the ibook store and i bought myself mm-hmm. the java book and i sat there by myself on the slowest computer you can imagine and i was compiling java making small programs and eventually i kept building up and i built a car management sort of inventory system for my cousin's warehouse, he had a distribution center and I made a, an app that handled that in Java. It was insane. It was a journey, but that was my first project. And I learned, yeah, it was, it was a ton of, it made, it made me realize like, you know, at school you don't actually learn. I mean, and this is going to sound a bit weird, but you learn how to learn. Like yeah. what well, I kind of always tell my students, and they would look at me funny when I say this, but before you want to pick up any new skill, you, you really need to learn how to learn. Right, because in school you're spoon fed. They they tell you what page to read. They tell you how to read it, how to revise it. Uh, and before you can go ahead and you know really take your skills far, you need to realize what works best for you. Are you an auditory learner? Do you like to visually see stuff? Do you like to play with stuff? Um, for me, I enjoyed you know hands on practical stuff. Hence why I click quite well recording. But um, that was my first project. Yeah, man, and it kind of uh, I got smashed it with the grades. Didn't do too didn't do too well in that exam. But um, ever since then, I fell I fell in love with uh, Java. I actually started. I think it was seventeen. Seventeen is when I first started coding, and I'm twenty six now. Yeah. Yeah, but look, you you talked about how your grades dipped and everything. But here's the live preview for all the listeners: like your grades were bad at school at the end. Yeah. Not every time, but you had good uni grades. But 
did do you think the uni grades factored into how much you earn or how much you know now or it didn't matter at all so that's a really good question so before i talk about the uni am i like imagine like to get into uni right like the the entrance is quite like the, the sort of requirements are quite strict especially in the uk where i'm from like i was pretty much you know surrounded by people who are like you know they were on route to get a stars they were on route to get like everything and they're the ones who are going to go for the top unis i was in a case where like i said i was an a star student and then it kind of dipped right everything dipped so my a level was weak and that meant that i didn't get my options for the unis that i originally picked um and i remember getting in the car with my mom and i sat there and i just thought i have no idea what i went to i i burst out crying i was i was upset i was a mess i was like i have no idea what i'm going to do you know like because if mm-hmm. you fail an exam you're kind of wired to think that you're just going to be a failure at that point like you're like the only way forward is if i you know if i get an a in this exam and i and like i when you look back in hindsight you realize that it's just it's a bunch of rubbish like yes it's important it, and and what i'd recommend is you know uni did not make me earn what i earn today that's one thing i'll definitely put out there um it was an experience it definitely grew as a person at university but it was not for the reasons of why you go to university right it wasn't to go ahead and learn and become this you know programming whiz right that wasn't actually where i sort of picked up the majority of my skills it was a lot of it was self taught um Mm. majority of it was kind of pretty much from um yeah self taught you know myself i would say to everyone who's out there and you know if especially if you're kind of doing that exam stage right now don't freak out if you know if you don't know what you want to do i didn't know what i wanted to do um and now I look at it like pretty much coding every single day uh creating content pretty much all of that stuff it wasn't planned it wasn't planned all i knew mm. is that i enjoyed it and if you enjoy something you do well in it i went through clearing by the way um and i managed to get a spot in a university and surprisingly it was with some of my best mates at uni so it worked out pretty good in that sense but rewinding the time do you have to go to uni no absolutely not unless you want to go into a doctor or a lawyer or one of those fields i definitely it's not the same as it used to be for the you know previous generation no i i agree with you you know you need degrees not everything you know yeah. you you need to have you need to take up some personal skills you need to go out of the way you know university gives you a tunnel vision like okay just this you know yeah. you want to stream out of it exactly But, and and did you find like you know like when i came out of university i i went for the masters so i did the 3 years undergrad uh i got a first so i pushed really hard to get max grades at uni um i got a first with that and but bear in mind you're also getting a massive debt at this point as well right because uni is not cheap yeah. especially in the uk and um and obviously you have a student loan so it helps you out but you you have no real concept of money because it's a very you know it's a bubble of a system right you go into it you just like you're partying you're you're working you're like it's is this is this to be honest it's kind of a toxic environment if i'm honest like the truth like compared mm-hmm. to you know when you're outside and you put yourself in a better environment but um like i did that and then i went for the masters afterwards thinking that okay i get this masters and i get first class with distinction all that good stuff i'm going to get the best job after this and i got out of uni and nothing i got not a single job for an entire year and it was wow, the really? yeah it was the most demotivating wow. thing ever i it was the most you know so crushing experience ever where you put your heart and jay you I mean you revised with me right so like yeah. we were working 
like day in day out for like how i don't day know night. yeah day and night we would do all of our you know assignments would revise would push each other in that sense and we we had like walls covered in in material and um it was it's just crazy that you put in all this work and sure don't get me wrong that's not for everyone right not everyone some people do go out they get internships they get jobs and all that good stuff but for me uh, i kept getting turned down do you know why i got turned down because you don't have experience right hmm. It's this, it's this chicken and egg problem, right? How are you supposed Vicious to... Vicious cycle. Yeah. yeah, like how are you supposed to get experience when... And then you have this constant... You can't get out because to get the experience, you need the first job. And how can you do that when you've never had a job before? Um, so what did I do? I naturally just... I started a company, man. I, I went on to this. <laughs> it was like a dating app for entrepreneurs. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I went on this company and I, this app and I just... You know, I found these two guys and we started a company. But um, we'll talk more about that in a, in a bit. And that's what led to my first first job. Mm. Yeah, it's crazy, man. No, so for some people who don't know, um, they think for someone to become a successful entrepreneur, right, they need a lot of um, backing, not in terms of uh, like people, in terms of financial needs. Yeah. But for all of you listeners that don't know, I know Sunny's in the university and he has zero financial backing. Like you can, you can tell that he's begun like from the ground. Like he has had money problems. He has had money issues and he has done, he has made a six figure business now all with just his skills. There's, there's no financial help from anyone, not from me, not from his parents. And now after doing this whole thing, he started his own uh, business and now he's you know giving it to every one of you you know so for those who believe that is sunny has the money and he started the six figure business easy for him actually it's not like it's all about the skill what would you say to that what would you add to that sunny yeah like it is it, true you know like and and obviously it's not a hit to anyone who, who starts off with a wealthy background absolutely not like it's more i would say like i, I, I my mom was a single parent and it was definitely, you know, tough at times. And if she, she gave me every single thing I could ever have asked for or wanted without me asking for it. Um, so I felt blessed growing up. It was more of a case of, you know, when you're put in, like when you're, you have this situation where, you know, you, 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 you don't want to kind of pull and pull, add more stress to, to an already stressful situation. I have, you know, I have sisters and, you know, they were going to get married. There's a lot of financial pressure there and things like that. And for me, it was more about, okay, I'm going to go to uni. I'm going to, you know, you know, try and build up this skill. And then in the hope that it's going to pay off and I'm going to be able to help out and return the favor. Now, the big lesson I learned is at uni and especially, and one thing which I think led to, honestly, the success today was when things get really in the deep end. Right. When you don't have the financial sort of, you know, you can just ask for help and, and you kind of get out of it. It's in those moments that, that honestly the best like kind of advancements happened for me. So there was a time where I remember at uni, my student loan had run out. And this is the truth. You're, you're terrible with money at, at certain points in your life. Like as in for me, I know some people are great from the beginning. I was not. I was I was out. I was partying. Jane knew it. I was, you know, I was all the time. Yeah. I was out and about. And the problem was I had no concept of, you know, urgency, even though, because you get this massive lump sum uh, from the government to say, here's a student loan, right? You pay off your accommodation, you pay off your, your student uh, tuition fees, and then you're just left with this with this chunk. 
and that, that you can just party with, right? Because you don't really have a real commitment. And um, so that kind of happened. And the problem with that was, obviously, at one point, uh, time goes on, your, your, your sort of money kind of reduces. And I got to a point where I was pretty much financially dry. Right? I, had, I, I needed to figure out a way. And I couldn't even afford. I actually went from living this wicked, lavish lifestyle to living like, you know, the proper student life. And uh, mm-hmm. I remember there was one point where I was like, oh, my God, I have no idea how I'm going to get through to next week. Um, and then it pushed me to really get out of my comfort zone. I was never a public speaker. I was never someone who put myself out there. Um, mm-hmm. But when you're in situations like that, you just don't care. You just do what you have to do. And I went to university, started a workshop. And before you know it, I'm teaching at the university for £10 an hour. And then mm-hmm. students come up to me, ask for me to do private coaching that led to a five pound an hour gig that I'm doing, yeah. you know, as much as I can. And I'm like, oh, wow, I get to work from the comfort of my room in my pajamas. And they come to me and that's how, and Jay, I mean, like even at times. How, it, how many students have you given the, the degree, Sunny? Yeah. <laughs> this, this is a funny one because, you know, like people used to come to me and be like, you know, I, I have, a, you know, my final year dissertation. I have to code this project. And I'm going to pay someone for it. And and obviously, my first thing is, I'm a, I feel like I'm a good person. I was like, this doesn't feel right. Like, I'm doing the guy's degree or like the girl in some cases, right? And um, But then I thought, I was like, you know, I, I need the cash. They need to get their degree done. They're going to pay someone to do it. I've got the skill. And uh, it turned into a little bit of a freelancing gig. <laughs> and I had, uh, I had students lining up. I had a strict, you know... This doesn't come back to me policy. <laughs> and um, I literally if they're, sat- if, if they're listening to this, then they know who they are. So Yeah, yeah, honestly. And it was quite funny because like that actually, believe it or not, started quite a profitable little side hustle where I, I signed up to a bunch of these. Like One of them was student uh, tutor hunt. It was in the UK. Uh, I was on that website and we pretty much, you know, I, I was helping out tons of students then. I'd come to them, they'd come to me, Zoom calls, all that stuff. So even before it became a hot thing, I was doing it just to make things work. And um, what you naturally notice is your skill when you're teaching someone gets incrementally better. Like you're going to get so much better at a skill. And, and this is what I always say, right? And, and talk about loads in coaching and stuff like that. And even on my recent YouTube video, talk about the rule of thirds. Like you should always, you know, be teaching someone lower than your skill level. Um, and, and by teaching it, you're really going to understand it. There was times where I thought, I know this stuff inside out. And when it came down to it, I was like, oh, crap, I, I have no idea how to even explain this to you right now. Right. And especially when it comes to coding, it's quite a tricky thing to do. And that made me really jump leaps and bounds forward. Um, and then, yeah, when you, and then you also want to have a mentor and then you want to have people on the same level. But that was uh, that was a real hustle for me. That was uh, definitely pushed me. Wow. Well, thanks to Sunny for providing degrees, you know, for money. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, but uh, uh, no, like I wanted to, I think lots of people want to know the answer to this one. And I think this is also useful for new entrepreneurs who want to, you know, take this wild step of starting their own business yeah. or whatever it may be, you know, not only for coding, could be for anything else, you know. So can you like from the top of your head, yeah, just remember the steps or the important steps that you took to start the Papa fan. Okay. Like from everything. Like, All right. So yeah. I'd say to, to simplify it, let's say the steps I took to 
to start my first kind of, I, I guess it's not really my first company because the first one, you know, it crashed and burned. We tried it for six months. Um, but let's say from the successful approach and then we can talk about the other stuff after. Um, okay. So to start up zero to full stack hero, which was our first official product, right? That was our first yeah. kind of community that we offered a product for subscription based that we took payment for joining that community. Uh, hence it was the first real business. Um, I mean, freelancing aside. So I would say it was honestly, it's, it's not as, you know, like you always read these things about there's a step-by-step approach to how you should start a company. Um, and I would say I wasted so much time on the things that didn't matter in the beginning. Right? I was focusing on like, you know, a domain and all this other stuff. And, you know, I'm going to get the www. Like, let's just say pubfam.com or something like that. Right. And we didn't even end up getting that in the end. And you're spending all this time on this useless stuff, right? And then when we finally, and nothing ever happens when you do that. that that's, that's the truth. Nothing actually kind of like, you know, you, you, there's no action that gets taken that really kind of makes things propel forward. It was, for me, it was seeing like an opportunity, right? So I was obviously a, a clever programmer before, but I saw an opportunity to grow something bigger and something which I thought I could provide, you know, more value to a lot of people out there. And that's where I kind of, I thought, okay, forget all this fancy stuff. I'm going to just, you know, get a Google Doc. And I trusted Jay. I, I, you know, me and Jay had spoken a bit before about like, you know, we just have chats and catch-ups because Jay's in Dubai, I'm in London. And um, every now and then we just call to catch up and see how things are going. And uh, I said to him, I was like, yo, like I want to start this, you know, this big, you know, community. And I want to kind of push a product and have, you know, teach people how to go from zero to like a full stack hero like how they can code and do their stuff and and what we said is you know like screw all this other stuff let's not get over complicated let's just start a google doc and let's just start having stuff like yes we literally write out what the modules will be let's write out what we're gonna nice. do and what you know what each step is gonna be and uh and then we just said okay and, and let's make a rule like every time we do this let's action it right let's actually start doing that and before you know it we started to we put like i i or, you know, Kajabi is the platform we use. Uh, amazing platform. Honestly, handled a lot of the things that we wouldn't have been able to do otherwise. And um, we just started setting things up. You know, like I remember we, one day we sat down and we literally designed back to back like 15 of the logos for every single module that we were planning on releasing. And um, and all the different, you know, the, the content streams that we were going to plan on doing like YouTube. We were going to plan on, you know, eventually opening up um, like Twitch and, and a few other things all the different ways and, and all this just takes a little bit of setup and I would say the most important thing is just action and uh, don't focus on a goal orientated approach because the problem with goals is and I got this from Atomic Habits and it's so it was such a insightful little like tip for me like if you set a goal right like and you hit that goal your motivation suddenly comes down because you you hit the goal right like so now, okay, well, so what? I set up a new goal, right? The problem with that is, um, like, you, you, you just, you, you, you'll find that you keep, like, going through this emotional roller coaster. Whereas if you just have a system in place, like, all right, you know what? Every day, I'm going to get a few things knocked off the list, right? Let's say three things minimum knocked off this list and actionable things. And they're not like, you know, we're going to get a thousand subscribers today. They're, they're actionable. They're like, I'm going to set up Kajabi, set up our first product set up the pages, blah, 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 and actually get things done. Before you know it, in a week, you're so far ahead from what you would have done otherwise. And that's what we did for six days straight. In December 26th, a day after Christmas, 
And uh, I think it was December 31st we launched, or 30th. Mm-hmm. We launched, and um, it was huge. It was the biggest launch we had ever done. Um, there was so yeah. much hype, and we learned so many things through it. And um, the one biggest thing I'd say is try, you know, if you can do it with someone else, then do it with someone else. You know, like for me, having Jay as a sort of, you know, like a partner, like an assistant to help me out, it was amazing because we were able to really like brainstorm and rip apart ideas. And I just said to him, like, tell me the honest feedback, you know, is this good or bad? Like, um, and I think it's important that you're honest with each other. Like Jay, like, would you say in the beginning, like you, I mean, in the beginning we weren't even making money, right? Like when we were working on this stuff, it was completely for free. So like, what would you say was, you know, how did you, how did you find the experience when we started off? But, uh, yeah, the listeners don't know that when Sunny said, okay, you know, Jay, let's start this um, company with me. Let's start the business together. Let's start the Papa Fam. I actually uh, had left my other job. Yeah. I used to work here in Dubai and I left that job. And I was unemployed for, I think, uh, two or three months. And I told Sunny, you know, like I'm unemployed and stuff. And I'm going to look for a new job. Yeah. And I found a new job and they were paying me really good money. Yeah. And uh, here was a turning point. Now, Sunny said, "Okay, I've started. If you're with me in the uh, with me working for the Papa Fam, then be with me. Otherwise, you know, do the job thing." So I was told. So I was like, "See," he said, "You can do both." I was like, "See, Sunny, I don't want to do both. If I want to work for something, I want to put in hundred yeah. percent of it. So if I'm working for the Papa Fam, I want myself to be working for them hundred percent. So you yeah. know, and we are, this is something that we are growing. This has not been in place already. You know, we want." 100% focus and attention towards growing this community and the community members deserve that as well you know yeah. our 100% work to it so they feel that they have a good product you know yeah so I told Sunny, you know what forget that job nine to five I'm gonna go and take a deep dive into this dark tunnel where I don't know where it's going to lead it was and, big uh, it was a big decision that yeah. was the, that was a big decision of my life that was one of the biggest crossroads that has just completely changed my life you know like literally like i'm seeing a whole new uh path right now and it's it's it was it was risky i will not lie to you because you know how indian parents can be they can be like no jay don't you're doing business with a friend and yeah. people always say when you do business with a friend uh they won't remain your friend anymore they become a business partner and then yeah. you, know, you start you start in that level but with me and Sonny, I feel, and I think he will agree with this, that I don't still think that we feel like we ever look at each other as business partners. We yeah. just look at each other like two mates just working, like two best friends, like, hey, dude, do this. Hey, dude, you do this. Okay, do you do this? It's just a yeah. friendly type of work environment. Yeah. And I think I think that's so true, man. I had the same thing on my side. I had so many people saying, you know, don't do business with a friend, right? Like we had a really good friendship, you know, like we obviously went through a lot of tough times at uni. Jay helped me out, even in those financial ruts. Like he saved me a few times. And um and and like we had a like a, a strong bomb from back then. So I was like, this is risky because we're about to go into like something which could completely fail. Right. And, and there's a high chance. Let's be real. There's a high chance whenever you start a company, the, the, the majority of companies that start up do tend to fail. Right. And you need to be yes. walk, you need to walk into that confidently knowing that that is a true stat. Right. And, and just yeah. be and be comfortable with that and, and, so you, and just move forward. And um, I remember when I when I finally said to Jay, I was like, Jay, look, in the beginning, I, there, is, there is no cash flow. Right. Like I can't pay you. But just trust me that in six days when we launch, we will be able to I will be able to pay you. 
And, uh, and I remember in my heart, I was like, there was so much fear and anxiety, right? And I felt that really deep down. And I, and I, I never really said this to, to you yet, Jay. Like, uh, but when, I, when you first said to me, like, you know, I remember Jay texted me saying, Sonny, is that a job offer? And uh, yeah. he texted me saying, because I said, Jay, you want to work like with me? Like, should we do something together? And then he said, is that a job offer? And I remember when you said that, my heart just like, I was like, whoa. I was like, this is, a, this is big, you know? Like, this is a first salary. I'm kind of like, like you, know, yeah. you know, in that sense. But you have to be like, you would now be dependent on me to provide, like to, to kind yeah. of keep on creating or pushing the company to be positive cash flow. And uh, that was scary. That was, that was really scary. And I remember, but I, I have found that, that fear and anxiety is the reason why we keep innovating. That's the reason why we keep pushing. That's the reason why we keep on moving to new territories that we haven't used before. That's why we're now on Skillshare. That's now now. That's why we pretty much now work with a ton of you know sponsors, and we only work with the sponsors we believe in. Like we want to keep you know the whole company in a positive, not just uh, anyone who comes we agree with sort of mentality. Um, we push on quality over everything. That's why on the YouTube channel, we don't have hundreds of videos. We literally have like, you know, 18 to 20, I think at the moment, a very high quality content. And that is a record. If you look at YouTube stats, that is insane to have 60,000 subscribers. And that's how much we have at the moment with just 18 yeah. to 20 videos, right? It's, it's quite a crazy stat to have. And, um, we're very proud of it. And I think, um, I think, I, I have to say, yeah, like props to you for, for trusting in me, dude. That was a big, uh, that was a big leap of faith. What made you trust in me? Like, honestly, I, I, I really want to know that. Like, what made you, you know, think that like, I, I might not get, I might not get paid in this. I'm not going to have anything from this. You know, the trust factor comes in because you can never, trust is not given, it's earned, you know, I would say that. And I earned your trust during the uni days and I've seen your commitment your, your, where the places you can reach, you know, in university and seeing that and seeing where you come up in life and how you, you taking a big bold step of starting something itself made me trust in you. Like, okay, he has that caliber. He has that motivation. He has that um, risk, risk factor to him. And that made me trust him because I, if I want to place my trust in someone, I want to know that, okay, if I'm with him, I want to be safe. You know, I want to be financially secure. I want to be emotionally secure. And it, I was because I was your friend before. And, you know, I, I truly believed in the product we are creating. Yeah. Papa Family. Because I knew we, we had a unique product. We were giving, we were providing people exactly what they wanted to become a full stack developer, you know, yeah. even if they were a beginner or even if they were, a, even if they were an advanced developer, they would still benefit from our course and and i knew that every day if we would put in a hundred percent we're gonna grow this product we're gonna add more you know content to it and constantly you know make it grow and right now we have what video content of what 80 hour plus yeah video inside content. the course it's crazy yeah inside the course yeah and yeah. it's just and it's ever growing it's never going to stop and i can imagine in a year now and when someone joins our product for the same price he's going to get I don't know. God knows how many hours of video content, and it's just—it's—it's it's going to be a very valuable. I, I kind product. of feel like we follow a very similar model to Tesla, and I, and I just thought about this the other day because me and Jay, you know, Jay recently grabbed a Tesla, and I I love Teslas, mm. and I was looking to get one as well, and like the Tesla did it in a similar way, right? They had a high price product because they needed to stay alive, right? They needed to stay in that industry. 
and it was hard to break through. And as the same with us, right, where we needed to kind of, you know, have a company which could sustain itself. Um, and, 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 and the thing is, I, I go back to what Jay said earlier, right? You, you have to give your everything to a community if you want to really grow it fast and well, right? And, and you have to give it quality. You have to give it time. And it's no joke in terms of how exhausting that can be when it gets to a point where you're, you're constantly being creative, coming up with new ideas. And not only that, we're not, you know, we're not like doing, you know, like, um, we're not doing like simple things. We're building quite complex apps at times. And we're kind of, you know, coming up with new ideas to build uh, new things. And we come up with quite a lot of builds. I think it's been like 10 to 15 builds since we started the year. Um, 15, 16, yeah. Yeah, 15, 16. And um, it's just constant innovation so that way we can reduce the barrier to entry which we have done right we've we've constantly actually made it more accessible for somebody to join in um as well as our main focus was to deliver value so before we kind of carry on about any of them you know like any business stuff like the main focus for any of this was to provide value and my goal was just to make more developers in the world right i enjoyed teaching i enjoyed seeing people you know be like, oh, that tutorial actually gave me a bit of help, right? And, and I used to do it in person. Problem was when I was doing it in person, your, your active hours are limited, right? Like I had, mm. at one point I maxed out on hours. I had, I was going from one house to a Zoom call to another house to another Zoom call to an over the phone call for support. And it was like crazy, right? And sure, the money was okay. Like it was not bad, but I couldn't do any more because I was maxed out. So in my eyes, I was like, how can I help more people and make it accessible? So YouTube was a natural way to go. And pretty much we started releasing, you know, tons of free content on YouTube that helped so many people. The the amount of DMs I got for, you know, Mm -hmm. I mean, I just got a job. I just got an internship. And that was honestly what kept me going Going. at the rate that we were going. And I I would share these wins with Jay. He'd share them with me. And even when I'm live, I can't always keep up with the live chat. So Jay would be screenshot and stuff saying, oh, Sonny, this is amazing. Let's keep going, you know. And I think going back to the point about how two friends can work together, the only way this worked is because we were able to make it fun. Yeah. And uh, and I agree with people like Ali Abdal who say the same thing. Like, you know, it gets so intense at times. Unless you make this thing fun, you're going to quit, right? And that was actually a quote by Steve Jobs. Like, you have to have it. You know, you have to enjoy the process. Otherwise, it's going to get so intense at times that you are going to quit. And uh, yeah. and, it's, and it, is, it does get quite stressful. Like, it definitely does. But it's rewarding as hell. And the effect that it has, on, uh, that it has had on both our lives, and we were talking about this today, even, like, exclude financial, right? But even the effect that you, the, the ability that you have, we both can live a life we enjoy now, right? Like, sure. we're not tied down to a nine-to-five we can work on our own hours, do it as we want, as as and when we, you know, when we feel like it. And that makes you, believe it or not, want to work harder, right? Like you work a lot harder. I've been working a lot harder. I've been able to help my family out. I can return. Like I've done it. I was able to help my mom out in the biggest way ever um, last month. And that was like a blessing to be able to, to deliver that to her. Um, and yeah, like I, I'm super grateful that we, that we were able to do this. I just don't take it for granted ever any day. When, and that's why... You do have moments where, you know, productivity, you know, dips and and uh, it's all about just trying to stay creative. And I'm a big believer in things like, you know, meditating, keeping fit and all that stuff, because you have to, like, keep exercising your brain, your emotional state to yeah. keep it fit. Otherwise, if you just sit there, 
The hardest part is, right, when you haven't got a nine to five, you're the driver for everything. You don't get told how to work. You don't get told what to do. You just have to figure this stuff out. And there's no rule book. There's no podcast I can listen to. There are loads that can help you, you know, and I, I recommend like, you know, Grant Cardone, you know, uh, Elon Musk's book was amazing. Gary V. all of these guys speak truth to you, right? Um, but it, it, it all comes down to just, you know, actually doing these things, failing, and then realizing what you can do better and keep iterating. Yeah. No, I truly agree with that. Like, there are times where, you know, it's always a rocky uh, path. It's never just the same how you envision it. Sometimes things can just turn around 180 and you're just like, oh, shit, what happened now? Like, I thought this would go this way, but whoa. Okay. Yeah. It's just like, um, it's funny story that people wouldn't know, actually. It's just oh, our most famous video on YouTube, at least right now, is the Facebook one. Yeah. And you guys will not believe it, but that oh, was yeah. the video we thought that would tank. Sunny yeah. was uh, live for Facebook and uh, we had hit how many likes on it? Sunny? It was, oh 1K. my God, I'm glad you brought this up. Yeah. It was yeah, about 700 likes. It was about 700 likes, which was big for the and video at the time. Yeah, Very, very big. And it just, uh, there was some internet problem and uh, some uh, problem in Sunny's end and just the video of stream ended. Yeah. And he couldn't, he, he didn't even start the bill. He barely started the bill. I mean, and like I would, always go like, yeah, there was a lot of hype before it, and we had we had queued this up for a few days before every the energy was so high for that build, and I remember going into it, and we we're about i mean I had started it was about half an hour in, and you know the energy was we were at a good pace, right, and then out of nowhere, the internet cuts, um computer freezes, and the whole thing dies, right the whole stream and i was I was like. I, I was lost for words. I was so like, I was angry. I was devastated. frustrated. I was devastated. I said to Jay, I was like, oh my God, like, you know, so much work went into this. And I remember I sat there and I, I actually gave it. I said to Jay, I was like, I'm not going to do it. I was like, I'm not going to, I'm not going to go live again. Right. As in, he said, you know, go live again. Let's do a part two. And I said, no, we either do the whole thing or we don't. And I, and I actually said that we weren't going to do it that day. And I took 15 minutes out um i think i dropped a story on instagram saying i apologize that we had a couple of delays and uh mm-hmm. and then something hit me man and i was sitting there and jay thought i was done at this point he was like you know just relax have have a break and something hit me and i was sitting here i was like i can't go to sleep unless this is done you know i was so i turned that camera on i i put a smile on and i just thought i love what i do i'm passionate and this is gonna help someone else out and I literally just hit the record and I hit go live and boom, it's one of our best performing videos ever. It yeah. just overtook yes. our previous highest video and it was a three and a half hour build. I think it's a Facebook build on. Yeah. 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 On YouTube. That's the thing. You never know. Things can go 180 in a good way and a bad way. So you never know. And he just did it again. And Facebook <laughs> is our most trending video, at least for now, maybe another video will take over when we listen to this in a year or so, but yeah. at least for now, Facebook is, is the leading thing but yeah, have, have, it was perseverance there though that's the big point i want to make is is it's just knowing you know to keep on going when it gets tough like in that, that same thing goes for coding right if you if anyone's ever coded before you'll know that you'll hit a point where you 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 know either a semicolon's incorrect or there's a bigger problem right but there's a bug and if you quit when every time there's a bug you're just never gonna get anywhere right like i'm coding all the time and I'm always getting stuck. And it doesn't, and it, and it hits you at a core. It really makes you feel like 
you know, should I be doing this and this and that? And every time, and you need to be resilient to that and you need to persevere. And it's the same with anything you do in your life, you know, relationships, you know, like um, whatever you do, really, like <clears throat> fitness. If you just give up after five minutes on a treadmill, don't expect to ever, you know, lose a bit of weight. Like you have to keep going when it gets tough. Um, yeah. And that's the part don't where, get- yeah. Yeah, don't don't give up. That's the motto. I mean, as cliched as it sounds, people say, don't give up, man. Keep going. Yeah. It's actually true. Like, just don't give up. Like, if it doesn't work one way, just do it. And yeah, another way. And it might work. You never know. You never yeah. know. And the truth is, things work. Uh, what helps me is always put things into perspective. You know, like, if you're sitting in front of a computer, you know, you've got a camera there and you're about to go live and you're complaining as like, oh, it didn't work the first time and you quit. Put that into perspective, right? You should be grateful you have a computer in front of you. You should be grateful that you are energized and you slept well the night before. You had a meal before you went on live. You should be grateful for those things first and then realize it'll put things into perspective as to like, okay, what am I complaining about? You know, like, so what? It failed. I still have a couple of hours. I can still do this again, you know? And, and, and those, those are the defining moments that lead to success, I think. Mm. Nice. All right. So I think I have a few rapid fire questions. Okay. So let's you gotta do be it. fast about it. Yeah, let's it, do that. Yeah. And these are person, like these are about your it's okay. just about you. Yeah. Let's do so 30 seconds. Get, yeah. Yeah. It's got, if I say the question, you have to answer it quickly. The first thing that comes in your mind. Yeah. Okay. Just answer the first thing that comes in your mind. <laughs> cool. Right. Um so oh, it's tense. You ready? Yeah. Yeah. You ready? All right. So your favorite color? I think it's black and white. I know it sounds awful, but it's black and white. <laughs> yeah. All right. Favorite movie? Uh, Star Wars. I'm a huge Star Wars guy. Yeah. Oh, really? Okay. Your favorite sport to watch? Um, I'd say boxing. I, I just oh, enjoy okay. it. Yeah. It's competitive. It's got a nice hype before. It's good. All right. Your favorite PS5 game? Oh, ah, oh, damn it. Okay, Metal Gear Solid was my back in the... That was the OG. That was the number one game back in the day. Um, Absolutely. Nowadays, you don't get much time, so I, I'm honestly happy with FIFA. Quick match on okay. FIFA or Call of Duty, I'm good. <laughs> Your favorite place in the UK? Favorite place in the UK? I honestly think it's London. I think I love the hustle. I love the, the fast. Mm. Every time I leave London, I get bored because there's not enough to do elsewhere. Mm-hmm. So I, I like that. I think I thrive in that environment. Oh, okay. Your favorite alcoholic drink? Oh, this is this is dangerous, Jay. <laughs> <That's>, uh, <laughs> um, I think as you grow up, I mean, like I don't endorse a lot of drinking, but as you grow up, your, your your taste buds change, so you always find yourself, you know, trying new things. I'm actually enjoying wine lately, believe it or not, but whiskey, oh, you know, okay. things like that. Yeah, wine is healthy. In yeah, in, in, in good yeah. in good proportions. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, your favorite cuisine? Um, I, I like a, a mix of everything, really. I, I mean, uh, <laughs> you serve sushi a lot. Yeah. Okay. okay fine. Yeah. Sushi. Actually. Yeah. Boom. That's, yeah. There you go. Sushi. Me and Meban yeah. love sushi. Yeah. Yeah. Your favorite gadget? Uh, so lately it's the iPad. iPad M1 mm. is an absolute beast. I didn't think it would be beneficial for me, but I love this thing. Yeah. Mm. Okay, so your favorite programming language except React or JavaScript. Okay, so JavaScript is a language. React is a library. <laughs> I'm going to clear that a up. Library, yeah. My bad, yeah. <laughs> yeah. My bad. So I would say... I mean, except leave React, yeah. Yeah, so, okay. So I grew up, you know, I, my first language is Java. I think this is actually a good question for, for overall. I think loads of people want to know that. First language is Java. 
I then touched on all the, you know, I touched on C Sharp, I touched on Python, mm-hmm. C++ at uni, I did a bit of embed device work and Internet of Things work. Um, and then I fell in love with JavaScript. So I, I actually done JavaScript back in the day when it was jQuery. So, you know, if anyone knows that, mm. you know the struggle that we used to suffer with. Um, and I also touched PHP. But of all the things, I got to say, it, man, JavaScript, you can do everything now with it. It's front and back end. You, it's just a full package for what you need. I think it's got so much power and it's got such so much like, it's a, such a good community. Like they're, they're always adding in, you know, the latest and greatest features, ES, you know, ES6, ES7, and everything onward has been amazing. Um, my go-to Wait, JavaScript. Did you did you say JavaScript? I asked, except JavaScript. Oh, except JavaScript. Practice. Okay, yeah. um, it depends what the use case is. I would say Python is the next, because honestly, after having a company, I realized you should, why don't overcomplicate something. And I used to be the guy mm. who would pull out Java for the simplest thing, right? Um, mm-hmm. and, and the poor problem with that is, is your time is your, you know, you should value your time. Time is money. And, and I'm not saying it's cliche, like it really is. Right. Because I see it as if somebody says, Oh, you know, why, why does it like, you know, why, why is this how much you value your time? And I say, no, but it's not that it's because I could spend that time with my niece, my nephew, my, my family, my girlfriend, I could spend that time in other ways that I would really value and enjoy so in exchange for that, this is the price of a service. You know, that's how I would do it now. Hmm. So, um, yeah, so I'd say maybe Python. Uh, yeah. All right. So a country you want to visit. That's a holiday destination. Uh, I've always wanted to go to Bali. I said to Mabon, if I never met her, uh, I would have actually been living in Bali right now. <laughs> um, oh. so the only reason I stayed is because of her and family. Um, and also Dubai. So I'm going to fly out to you soon. Jay. We'll, we'll have some fun in Dubai. Cannot wait. Let's see. All right. So your favorite singer? Um, our band, our band. Okay, so I'm gonna I'm gonna be real. I'm a big Jay Sean fanboy since day one. Uh-huh. A lot of the friends yes. know that. Yeah, I, th- I think his music is awesome. I don't know where he's going with his music nowadays, but um, mm. yeah, yeah, big, big fan. Yeah. What was your favorite actor though? Um, oh, that's a, oh man, you're throwing me off. Here. Uh, favorite <laughs> favorite actor. I do have a favorite actor, but okay, so I I got my Iron Man. Um. What's his name? Robert Downey Jr. He is Robert an absolute Downey. boss. Yeah. Yeah. What's your favorite fast food brand? Fast food. I'm a big fan of Chipotle. I like Chipotle. I like any, you know, Mexican burritos, that stuff. Oh, um, okay. So, I, yeah, I'm a, I'm a sucker for tortilla in the UK. Yeah, that gets me every time. All right. Still or sparkling water? Oh, always used to be still, and now I've become a posh snob, and I enjoy sparkling. No, no, really? <laughs> yeah, I enjoy sparkling. Isn't yeah. it, doesn't sparkling get you? You get your stomach full, like you, you know what? Gas? It's like it's like a hack. It's like drinking coke, but healthy. But uh, yeah, I know. So if you know, sometimes you need a bit. Of, you know, you feel like you you would help with a you know have a, a little bit of a burp at the end. Then sparkling is the way. Nice, and we'll end it with that. Then that's, that's your. <laughs> that's that's your <laughs> that was a nice little rapid that was fire. Our, that was a rapid fire because you you kept saying long answers. It's supposed to be like one word. Like okay, this is this. Like, yeah, like I, I get carried things. away. Honestly, I get carried away. <laughs> but I mean, yeah, this has no, been. But, yeah, go for it. Yeah, this is an amazing podcast. Like we were actually nervous about starting up the podcast and you know the first episode, but this has been an amazing. Yeah, I think ride. I think it's been awesome because I wanted a more personal way of connecting with the audience. I mm. think we're growing so fast. I think it's 
I think you owe it to your audience to get them, like, let them in, right, and let them know about what you're like, who you are as a person. If they're if they're consuming hours and hours and hours and hours of your content, uh, I think it's only right that you know you show them who you are and you you get to connect with them and this is a very intimate platform i feel you, you can chat to them we don't have to do much editing beyond that it works out very well we can enjoy it i'm gonna i'm gonna really enjoy bringing you know loads of guests on there we've actually got a ton of guests that we want to bring on and uh even Mabon, Mabon wants to come on that's my girlfriend she's gonna be a lot of uh, fun to bring on i'm gonna have to have a chat with her before <laughs> i would say <laughs> let's keep it all cards on the table <laughs> so so for the listeners out there how can they connect with you yeah they don't know so if you want to you know get you know if you want to learn how to code then follow us on youtube it's sunny sanga on youtube that's s-o-n-n-y-s-a-n-g-h-a and you'll pretty much see my face and uh, obviously you can't see my face right now but on the cover of what you're watching right now you'll be able to see uh the picture that we currently have up on youtube anyway so you'll be able to subscribe there uh make sure you turn on the bell icon or hit the bell icon so you get notifications when we drop uh, we typically drop quite frequently now. I think we're getting more and more frequent. I think it's like every every week or every other week, it'll be a massive build. It'll be like four hour build. Um, and we're dropping more shorter form content as well. So a lot of fun stuff to come up. My Instagram is SSSSSanga. So it's four S's and then Sanga. You can go ahead and follow me or Google. So confused. <laughs> or just type in Papa React. Papa React is the easiest yeah. way. You know? and then, but the easiest way to find me, honestly, is go to papareact.com and you'll be able to see the amazing community that we offer and uh, yeah that's the easiest way to get in touch i think you have the bragging rights of saying just google me just say something yeah you can google yeah i mean (laughs) i mean it's a nice thing it's also a bit freaky (laughs) i mean but yeah Yeah. you can google me just type in sunny sanger on google and you'll see me on linkedin you'll see me in a bunch of ways feel free to throw an email our way at papareact.team at gmail.com and me and Jay monitor that inbox all the time. So we're always chatting with everyone. And uh, yeah. I love to chat with, you know, the people who consume our content, the, you know, the people in our community. Uh, we have a very good relationship with literally everyone in, in our community. Um, we make it sure that we introduce them. We make them feel welcome. And um, we always want to kind of, you know, like hear their feedback and learn from them as to how we can be better um, and, and yeah. Yeah, deliver more content. Yeah. Yeah, this podcast has been so much fun, Sunny. Yeah, man, amazing. It's been, it's been dope. I hope, yeah. I hope I hope the listeners got to know more about you personally and in terms of how we started the whole Papa Fam. Yeah, I think this was uh, a nice deep dive, you know, into how everything kind of began. Yeah, there's, I can definitely see there's going to be so many topics because there's so many things to talk about, right? Um, but yeah, if you guys want to hear more from the reactive entrepreneur then feel free to follow this podcast, you know, subscribe on, we're going to be on all the major platforms, Spotify, Apple, Google. Um, so make sure wherever you are that you go ahead and subscribe and share it to everyone else. That way they might be able to get something from it. This podcast, if you're wondering what it's going to be about, it's going to be all pretty much about, you know, how we overcame developer challenges, you know, uh, challenges as an entrepreneur, how I react to the different obstacles that come our way, all the lessons that we learn along the way and how we apply tech such as JavaScript, React, into our day-to-day lives to transform the lives that we live, right? And it's going to be bringing on different people from different backgrounds and going ahead and just digesting it all and having a bit of fun. And it's a nice place where we can go ahead and get to know yeah. uh, me and, you know, other people who are in this field a bit more. So, yeah, it's been awesome, dude. Amazing. Amazing, yeah. man. Thanks for having me on here, dude. You're welcome, dude. Pleasure. And, uh, yeah, if anyone wants to go hit up Jay, then again, paparat.team at gmail.com and you feel free to have a chat. 
All right. I think on that note, dude, let's wrap up. And uh, yeah, I will see you guys in episode two of the podcast. Peace. Peace.